Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 203. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dassing. What's going on? Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. And Dave Gregg. Prison. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> I think number one this, this, this week for me is probably the whole uh, Benchmade Knives thing. And I'm getting here, and it's like, none of you guys like heard about that? I heard about it. So like, uh, yeah. So like, uh, apparently, what, what happened was um, the the police in Colorado, th- with their laws out there, when they confiscate guns, they have to destroy them. Whereas you know, like some places might you know sell them on auction or whatever you know, but th- there in Colorado, they destroy them. And uh, apparently, the police went to uh, Benchmade and. Uh, I mean, it's not, apparently it definitely happened. So the the police went to Benchmade and said, "Hey, we want you to help us uh, destroy guns. Will you do that?" And Benchmade's like, "Sure." So they use they use their equipment to destroy guns for the the cops. So a lot of people right now are, are pretty pissed off at Benchmade and consider that like uh, a very like anti Second Amendment uh, message. Whoa, dude. I don't know. I mean, like, like, what do you think of when, when you hear that? Well, like I said prior to the podcast, um, you know, guns are competition to knives, right? In a way. So, no, I mean, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, it's definitely a, it's another wet. It's a, I don't know. Yeah, it's fucked up. I don't I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, are they getting paid to yeah. to destroy the guns? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if they got paid or not. It didn't. It, I, I don't. It's remember. just another source of revenue. Probably they probably got paid to do it. I'm. I personally am not upset. I don't really care. But I know a lot of libertarians are triggered, and a lot of Second Amendment guys are triggered because I guess the knife and the gun community. Maybe there's a lot of overlap okay, so, so, there. So why don't you care? Um, a couple guns get destroyed, and I mean they're going to get destroyed one way or the other. Um. You know, if they want that's the, that you should be more upset about the policy of the state than it should be at the company for destroying them because they're going to get destroyed either way, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, personally, it, I don't. I don't like the idea of it. I, to me, burning guns is like burning books. Yeah, it's not. I don't you know? think of it the same way at all. Like, it's explosive. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think of it. I think of it as like a symbol of like not freedom. Well, how about this to play status advocate a little bit? Um, what about? So, like, would you rather the the state just keep those guns? I mean, imagine, no, like, I, I, isn't I, it kind of good that at least that they're they're not keeping them, they're they're destroying them. So, like, at least the state doesn't have them. No, not well, that the state can't just manufacture more guns, but you know. Yeah. First off, I bet they take guns for like really bogus reasons. You know, now states, some states have red flag laws. So yeah. Any, anybody could just get into a. Uh, a political argument with you on the internet and say, oh, this guy shouldn't own guns and yeah. then, uh, you know, report you and then that's all it takes to have uh, Next cops thing you know, confiscate the FBI showing guns. up at Kyle's house <laughs> and he's inviting <laughs> him in for fucking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope that doesn't happen. No, I, I uh, definitely support gun ownership, uh, especially for home, home defense. You know, I, I never want to be in that situation of somebody breaking in and I have nothing, yeah. you know, or I'm like looking around my room for something to hit the guy with. Like, I yeah. don't want to be in that position. Um, 
So, you know, I'm very pro Second Amendment, pro gun rights. I don't, obviously, that yeah, they're destroying some guns, but at the same time, how many new guns are manufactured every year, right? There's still a supply out there. There's still demand out there, and it's just going to be a cycle. It, it's just not going to have a very big I impact mean, on anything. Well, it's not a policy that I would want to pay for. Oh, well, I mean, as a, what, what is, where is this, Denver, Colorado? Uh, in, in Colorado. Pretty sure weed's paying for it. Um. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a taxpayer, I wouldn't want to pay for it, um, but I'm I'm hopefully not paying for the Colorado Police Department's policies as a Baltimore resident. Right, right. You know? so, yeah. But yeah, if, if, and I, I'm sure um, Baltimore City has a gun buyback program, and they, they probably buy guns and destroy guns. Do, do you guys remember that from a few probably. months ago? Uh, Baltimore uh, City had a, the gun buyback program. And um, he was interviewed this one older woman, like this middle-aged woman. She was just like, oh, I'm just turning this in so I can buy something bigger caliber gun. <laughs> and that's I need money for something yeah. bigger caliber. Trying to upgrade. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Well, I just like the people. I don't know if anyone said this because I wasn't paying attention, but the people that just make guns out of like wood, like just in their garage. They, they make a crappy one yeah. and then yeah, try and to get, get money. Like $500 for yeah. them. And one thing we didn't put up on the board was uh, we had actually a very violent week this I week was in gonna, uh, Baltimore. I, I was, yeah, with gun violence. Uh, we had I think fourteen shootings Bloody on Thursday. On yeah. Thursday, which but you we know, I thought we had a, is a I lot we had for a, us. A, a, a no shooting zone in effect. Ah, uh, that shit went out the window. <laughs> they, I mean, what you show me, like one gangster or whatever, is like, whoa, 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 hey, hang on, the com- this, hang is on. A, this is a no this murder old black day in the street is yeah. begging me to stop shooting. Yeah, children. I guess I'll stop. Oh, I forget what they call those days, but um, God, it's you know what I'm talking about armistice or yeah, something it's like, like ceasefire. That. It was, ceasefire. It's yeah, ceasefire. Ceasefire. Yeah. yeah, we have we have ceasefire days here in Baltimore where yeah. people aren't supposed to shoot each other. But <laughs> just like retarded because isn't every day ceasefire because it's fucking illegal right, to kill right. somebody? Say, so, hey, if you're gonna do it, do it tomorrow. All right, today's a ceasefire. It's day. like the energy savings days on BG and E. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They're like you're using your peak rewards. Yeah. <laughs> no murders today, guys. Please. It's like the opposite Please. of the uh, of the purge. Oh yeah. Except not as fun. Yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, we we have a very violent city. We have a huge problem with violence. And uh, I commented on one of the news stories. I like to tie it to the Democrats. Um, so I say, you know, something like this. This is basically um, I forget my exact comment, but I was just like, you know, this is the Democrats' fault. Yeah. And somebody was like, oh, you're being so insensitive to the victims, and um, <laughs> you know, what, what about their, this? Isn't about politics, and I and I replied. I said, yes, it is about politics. I was like, it absolutely is about politics because, you know, the the culture of the city and the the way everything in the city, like it's a reflection of 50 years plus of Democrat control, mm-hmm. and this is what you get. You know, like the war on drugs, the failing school system, the the crappy roads, all the poverty, the welfare. Like this mm-hmm. is what democrats do and they should be held accountable for what they've done to the city in every city not just in baltimore but you know chicago and detroit Mm -hmm. every city that is struggling has democrats in control because democrats don't know what they're doing (laughs) they're terrible terrible at governing right so are republicans though they're just marginally better in some regards yeah, I mean, but if it, if it were the the Republicans in control of Baltimore City, I could throw them under the bus, but they're right. not, you know, like, yeah, it's Democrats. No, for so, sure. um, it would yeah, be nice I, to see what would happen. 
Yeah, I, it know? would be. I mean, for if a libertarian well, uh, yeah, happened great. to be uh, a mayor, <laughs> things would change. Obviously, we oppose the the war on drugs. Mm. Um, we oppose or are supposed to oppose uh, public schools. So what what would happen there? I mean, it would it would minimum wage is obviously a huge thing because you got a lot of the population in Baltimore can't get the minimum wage. They can't earn that much. Yeah, you know, nah, man, but they're fighting for fifteen right now. Yeah, but th- th- that's even a ho- that's an even a higher bar wage, that people need to be able to earn. And so you're going to have even more unemployed people because <laughs> right. we have so many unskilled people that can't even get to that level. You know, and they just. They don't understand that these minimum wage advocates, but I'm right, especially in a place like uh, Baltimore City, where we can talk about the minimum wage. It's fun, um, especially in a place like Baltimore, where you don't have you know, when people think of people getting uh, you know gypped by minimum wage, they think of people working at Walmart, right? People working at Walmart, and they're like, Walmart can afford to pay people, you know, fifteen dollars an hour, which it's true, they probably can. Um, but the thing is, Walmart likes the likes the minimum wage. They they like that because they know they can pay pay for it. But what about like the new small business that emerged in Baltimore, the new bar that opened that needs to hire some barbacks, and he, he just can't pay them fifteen dollars an hour or more than that because he's got to compete with other bars. You know, well, so I mean, yeah, barbacks get their money store. from tips. Yeah, so, so you're just well, okay, whatever. Like, like, like the minimum wage. Someone like I mean, I was a waiter and a bartender yeah. for years. And you get paid minimum wage, yeah. But that's not even part of your income, really. I mean, that's just what you use to offset your taxes. All right, so barback's not a great example, but like right, yeah. the I guy that like fucking carries bagging you know, groceries, yeah, doing whatever, else. whatever, yeah, yeah, at a small business. You know, they're they're the people that are going to get priced out of that job because those people, those companies, either are just not going to come to Baltimore in the first place, or they're going to be like, well, uh, I, I guess I'm only hiring like one janitor instead of two. You guys yeah. are so wrong. It's just greedy employers. That's <laughs> yeah. all this is. Greedy mm-hmm. capitalists. I know. It's like they act like as if wealthy people do nothing. Like they just do nothing. We just need to take from them. They're just sitting on money. We just need to keep taking from them. Yeah. And, uh, that's just the attitude. The, the, like that's like the vibe I get when I hear uh, a lot of leftists talk about economics. Well, that's their eat the rich is like one of their <laughs> their slogans. I mean, they they hate rich people and. Uh, they think that uh, some of them believe in like these worker co-ops where the workers are going to own everything. And I'm like, cool. you know, who's going to be paying you? You know, like that th- you need a paycheck. And it's like, I-, I just don't see, I don't see that working at all. Like somebody, well, somebody needs to come up with the capital in the first place to start the business. Right. And somebody needs to take on that risk and own all that stuff. And it's like the workers, if they wanted to do it, they can, there's nothing stopping them from pooling. Even us, we could pool our money and start a business and then work work on it together, and it would be worker-owned, but none of us wants to do that. You yeah. Know? I, mean, I would prefer to work for someone else. I'm selling right, my sure. labor to a capitalist. Yeah. I don't want that to be taken away from me, that ability to do that. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to be part owner because I don't want to have that kind of risk. Yeah. Where if yeah. it goes down, like, there goes... I want to. I like the flexibility of like. Well, if this company fails, like, I can find a new job in like a couple months, and I don't take a hit on my pay on my uh, you know bank account. Yeah, if you get the profits, you also have to take on the risk of loss, right? Which n- they never, the socialists never talk about that, no. right? You know, like a lot of capitalists, probably more than half, lose their investment, mm-hmm. you know, or it goes down. They they suffer losses. It's very difficult to build a profitable business. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's a pain in the ass because you got all these workers who are totally ungrateful. 
and feel like you're exploiting them when you, you hired them to do a job and all of a sudden they think, oh, you're not paying me enough or what have you, you know, they're just never happy. And I would want to deal with that. Yeah. Anybody that I hired on, I paid them $10 an hour. This is back in when I had a helper. It was back in 2012. Mm-hmm. I'd pay them $10 an hour and they were happy with it, you know? Yeah. And so I look at 15, I'm like, 15 would hurt. Yeah. That would really hurt my, you know, my bottom line. And I almost think that that wouldn't be fair. I mean, it's grunt work that they're doing, but it just, it, I mean, that's going to price me out of getting a helper and, or empl- and getting an, an employee. And price that guy out of a job. Yeah. So. Especially in a job. Was that a job where he could learn skills and eventually kind of climb his way up yeah. to something better? Yeah. Yeah. If they wanted to, you yeah. know. If they were motivated. Right? Are you I mean, hiring? it's more... Huh? What? <laughs> no, I'm just Come saying on. because not only are you just, not only are you getting this guy, so you price him out of the job. Then okay, maybe he can go work at Walmart because they're forced to pay and they can pay. But you know, what, where's he going to go in Walmart? Whereas like working for you, he could have like learned the skills to make make way more than that yeah. at some point in his life. You know, so you're not only you get losing him a job, you're losing him a future. Potential. I mean, I wouldn't say there's that much of a future, but yeah, better than Walmart though. Yeah, definitely better than Walmart. Okay, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. So, all right. Um, anything else on that? Hmm. Do you own any Benchmade knives? I, I do not. Like, like I've really wanted one. They have an interesting feature. It, it's it's called an access lock. So you know, it's kind of like around there. And anyways, so uh, it's, it's an access lock. It's very interesting. You can kind of like uh, pull it down and then you can like flip the knife out and you can also like, th- then it locks up when you let go and then you can also do the same thing again to close it. It's, pre- it's pretty neat design. So it won't it won't fold closed on you because it's locked in place. Well, yeah. Which I, I've i seen in other flipper knives. Like they all seem to have like some sort of locker Locking oh, yeah, mechanism but, where you have to push it over with your thumb in order to close the knife. Yeah, they have a very interesting lock, though. Okay. Is it uh, an expensive knife? Yeah, well, yeah. They seem to start somewhere as around $100. Yeah, to, for, for, for me, for from my perspective, that, that's pretty yeah, that's expensive. A, yeah, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, I, I would say so. Well, I hear that they're made out of old guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're so strong. See, if if they're, if they're actually making knives out of the guns, that kind of that sounds kind of cool. I, I don't know, you know. Just was that the, the joke you told us to laugh at? No, oh, okay. that was hey, they're bringing guns to a knife factory. Yeah, Fuck. that, that <laughs> was funnier earlier. <laughs> the other one was way better. I told you guys to laugh when Matt, I dropped that. That's why fire. Matt warns <laughs> us against blowing our liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's looking guns, out for us, dude. Guns to a knife factory. That's gotta be the, uh, the title, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. probably. Hey, wow. before you uh, launch the next category, why don't you plug the old Patreon? Phil, you drop that, man. Okay, settle down, Jared. So, that was uh, pretty calm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, guys, we have a uh, Patreon now, so if you want to contribute to help keep the lights on down here in Anarchy Basement, you can hit us up at uh, patreon.com forward slash libertarians. And if you contribute uh, a minimum of $1 per month, you will receive access to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast after hours, which we record right after this one. And uh, that would be much appreciated. So there we go. There's there's the the Patreon. What do we have up next? Women in draft. Oh, yeah. So what's the deal? So like a a, a court ruled that now women are going to be drafted? Yeah, Texas federal judge came out. This came out this morning, I believe. uh, Said that 
yeah, women, it's, I guess it's unconstitutional, I think. I forget the verbiage of it, but they said it was unconstitutional to just draft just, like, only men. And, which is implying now that instead of saying, hey, the draft is unconstitutional itself, they're like, no, well, now we can throw in women. What is it? Discrimination? Employment discrimination? Is I mean, that it, what they consider? It is. Getting drafted right? is like employment. Yeah, okay. It's an interesting way to view it. Okay, like, so is it a good thing or a bad thing? Um, well, the draft is a bad thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah I, would say, I would say it's a bad thing. Yeah, I say it's definitely a bad thing. Yeah, I, I am not... Uh, so the, the Mises position on the draft is I mean, that but, but, the draft is better than getting annihilated. But, so but, if your country but, like, is... Like, what about equality, though? Yeah, it's, I'm not really <laughs> concerned about that. I'm just saying, like, let's say the Russians are invading and we're facing, uh, you know, an, a wipeout of our civilization. Existential crisis. An existential crisis, right? Let's say it's an alien invasion. Something, you know, something really that's going to get us. Now, is it worth drafting men in order to build an army... You would hope that you had to have enough volunteers because right. it's like, look, these guys are literally threatening our our homes, That's the thing. our lives. You know, like what, what wars have we drafted for? Um, Civil War, World War One, World War Two. I think the was Viet there a draft for the World Wars? Yeah, Vietnam. Vietnam. More people were drafted in World War Two than were drafted in Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam had a draft, and these are but these are wars where you don't well. I mean, where you were attacked in World War II, because right? There's a reasoning for that, though. There, there's a specific reason. Okay, Mises was saying this because he was in, what, Austria at the time? Surrounded by some of the greatest empires in all the world in a small little, well, you know, podunk you know, part of Europe where, you know, there's tiny countries. And I, I think at that time that it may have been necessary for those small governments. But, but then again, like, I'm thinking to myself, if you see your whole town, like, invading tanks and armies coming into your town... Aren't you gonna want to fight? I mean, aren't you? Aren't you yeah. gonna be motivated to fight? You don't need a government, someone coming from the other side of you with a gun saying, "Oh, you need to go fight them." Yeah, well, and, but that would right, also it, you'd be rolling yourself in if you're willing to fight there and then. Then I mean, wouldn't you be? It wouldn't it be more tactically advantageous to join up and then have be part of the number as opposed to like a lone gun. I'm, I don't. Well, I, I'm playing devil's advocate. But that's what I'm saying. You pick up. But, yeah, you pick you, up your gun and join the fight. And join in, and you don't need someone. Yeah, it's saying like you go fight. Them. Right, right, right. It, it seems like but, a draft is more necessary when you have to convince people to go fight yeah, in a foreign exactly. land. Yeah, that, that they've mm. never like really heard of or heard about. Yeah, mm. exactly. You're like, oh, you got to go to Germany to fight them, so right. they don't come over here. And it's like, oh, uh, maybe. And they're like, well, okay, you're going because fuck you. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that's why I, I uh, oppose the draft because I've just seen every single time it seems to be for a foreign war. That was avoidable, or that we got our got ourselves yeah. involved in, and uh, unnecessarily. So you know, I, I don't think I don't agree with it. I just think as as a general principle, yeah. it's best to not have a draft. Sure, and like and, if you uh, have an edge case where it is like aliens are attacking, and it's like for some reason nobody wants to join, and you're like, well, I guess we have to like force people to join. But it's like, are, are they going to be like if you're not willing to join at that point, like? Yeah, and it's going to be hard to make you into an army. Yeah, let's make that guy a soldier who, <laughs> yeah. who's too scared to even fight, you know, when it's when his own backyard is being torn up, you know. And then for 9-11, I mean, there was, like, tons of people signing, signing up. up. Yeah. They couldn't sign up quick enough. They didn't right. need to have a draft. It's like yeah. so many people wanted to join the yeah. army and yeah. go fight. So, you know, when you actually do get attacked, like, uh, there are a lot of men that are like, hey, I want to get revenge for this. They're, mm -hmm. they're very motivated. So I just don't. 
I don't, don't know. Think it's I, I, I think the abuse of it is, you know, it's worth just not having at all because yeah. it's usually abused. But well, if you're going to do it, should you have equal, should there be equality within it? <laughs> well, do, do women make better or just as good as soldiers as men? If you did, if everybody I don't supported really want the to draft. answer that question. Well, no, I'm doesn't serious. it depend like on the, what job they're taking on? Sure. Like if they get drafted in. No, as, let's just say like like common infantry. Like give them a gun, going out there shooting battlefield, I mean, like, whatever. Well, well, dude, in, in like 2019, Arnold Schwarzenegger could choose to identify as a woman and be a female soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, touche. Yeah, so, dude, but hold on, think they, about commando. What I'm saying is, Ugh. it's post gender, bro. That's what but Kyle they did was saying ban, uh, yesterday. They did ban trans transgender, but they rolled yeah. all that back, right? So you could no. get out of the draft no, that, technically. I think it went through. Right, you could yeah. get out of the draft by, by identifying by identifying as a woman. I would do it. Yeah. I would do it, Just man, and it. not cut my beard but wear dresses. <laughs> I would do it. It's like what's his face from uh, Mash. Mm. You ever seen the show Mash? I've seen it. But wait, I don't do you remember. actually yeah, have to like I, I, I chop your dick that, off, or do you have to just no. his name? Like, you don't what, have to chop your dick off. Like, you anymore. have to just say, like, I'm transitioning, and then they're like, all right, you can't be in. Who knows at this point? But you you actually say, have to, like, be post up. Eyeliner. That's all like, you need. I'm not a man. I'm a Z. I'm a Zer. I can't fight. <laughs> 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 so, it's stupid. I, I think all drafts are dumb. I don't think they're necessary. Especially Except for fantasy football drafts. Those, those are fun. are fun as shit. <laughs> I love those. But, uh, no. No. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a great transition for someone topic. in the uh, the chat is bringing up this argument that I've heard a lot, and it's kind of interesting. Um, it's a sort of a variation on it, but she says if women are forced to register for selective service, that may be the thing that forces it to end completely because God forbid women be potentially killed. Yeah, and you know, and and, and I, you, I agree. I agree with the sentiment there, and th that's really my devil's advocate for the whole thing. You know. Because maybe if women are added into the draft, people will be like, whoa, that's fucked up. Yeah. You know, and it'll just end it for everybody. Yeah, but right. this is the topic I where say, equal rights go out the window yeah, when yeah. it comes to leftist well, women. Now, well, see, here, here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's why I don't go along with that. It's, I think it's a good idea, and it, I, do, I do find it uh, like uh, appealing if it actually ends the draft. But um, I feel like if you're taking like a true libertarian perspective on it you're looking at you want less people going into these needless wars so you know why bring more people into it yeah i think Kristen's right you're kind of banking on like a consequentialist yeah, thank uh, you. you know outcome from this that you might not get and then, yeah, then you you're might not fucked. get yeah exactly <laughs> well, yeah. Like, it's like you're making government bigger to and hopes to make it smaller eventually yeah, that's yeah. kind of the way i'm looking at it as and I, I just think we need to get to this point where this needs to bring up the question i mean which it will it will this will bring up the whole discussion of do we even need a draft hey government will get bigger if you rub it <laughs> now you don't you don't want to take the, balls, the uh, opposing position just in hopes that you eventually end the draft like if you if you support ending the draft you should just take the position that you want to end the draft you don't have to do 40 chess and pretend you want well, the even, opposite. Well, you know, yeah. Well, it's not ending the draft that would be the goal. It would be just ending war. Because, like, more, you know, you're... Well, I guess there's two... Well, she was arguing ending the draft. I've heard it argued that, you know, if, like, everybody had to, like, register, you know, even, like, senator sons and shit, you know? Yeah, we've all had to do it here. <laughs> and, uh, what's that? It's like we've all had to do that yeah. stupid thing when we're 18. We have... They force you to register. <laughs> it's like we're forcing you to volunteer. But yeah, you would yeah, be less likely. Service. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying if and if they, I guess, instituted the draft like right now or whatever, 
the argument is like people would instantly be like, whoa, okay, let's end all these foreign wars because like I don't want my kid going into the army. Good point. I but think they I don't should, know if that would once I, again. I think they should turn it up and include children in the <laughs> <Yeah>. draft. <laughs> Women and children. Women. And then that'll be like, you know what? This whole draft thing is fucking front stupid. Line. So it? basically just be like uh, be like ISIS. Tie guns to the shoulders. I was But Dave, oh, but Dave if, you're, if you're taking that kind of uh, action where you would bring yeah. people in, yeah. it's how could you not, how could you bring more people in than by drafting children? So that, that's an excellent idea. That therefore. is what I'm yeah, talking dude. about. You excellent guys. idea. That's why I come. You know, that's why I come. Draft the children. I got other reasons why I come. <laughs> wow, that's another good yeah. podcast title. <laughs> draft the children. But <laughs> we got some competition this week. But mm. yeah, but like, if you were to think about this, the position of the draft, it seems very outdated in itself. I, I mean, it just like like Jared said before, this is something that you need to do to, to kind of force people to go. Well, that's by, by yeah. its nature. It's compulsory. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, like we all had to sign up and it's kind of like register schools, for it. Really? It, yeah. Yeah. It's if you got to lock your, if you got to lock adults up for not sending their kids to public school, sounds like there's something wrong with the public school. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I, I don't know. I, I think the drive. Never been a fan of the draft and. I think you can get out of it. It's kind of a weird thing. I was just yeah, you just, cut your dick off. Well, there's also called conscientious <laughs> objectors. Mm-hmm. The consci- yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the term conscientious. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, dude, I've seen so, Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> wasn't uh, Muhammad Ali? Yeah, I was gonna say Muhammad Ali, but he mm-hmm. went to jail for it. Yeah, you go to jail. Yeah. Well, not not really. There's there's not uh, forever, but in yeah. World War Two, World War actually, right up the road from here in Relay, um, right close to where I live, there was like one of the biggest. Uh, conscientious objectors camps where they sent like did day labor. I guess it, I mean technically, yeah. I mean if you want to get down, boil it down, it's pretty much slavery, you know. But like a prison, it's um, a work camp. Yeah. So yeah. and they just did public. They worked on the roads and they worked on the railroad tracks and they did stuff like that. And it, it, so there is ways you can get out of the draft, but it's like why do I have to be a Mormon who you know <laughs> and not want to fight or some type of Amish person or Mennonite. Like, why can't I just be a, a person, me, who an atheist, who just doesn't want to die? I don't want to die, and I want to kill other people. <laughs> that, that defeats the point of a draft. The draft is compulsory. It's not voluntary. But if you could say, if oh, it hey. If it was voluntary, there'd be no point in having the draft, but right? But if you like, say, just I have funny underpants, and I worship this, this you know, Sky God, God, whatever, Sky you know, God. like, I can just get away with not going. Whereas if I'm just like, hey, I don't want to kill people. Oh, well, you're a piece of shit. You got to you gotta believe in some type of, you know, fairy tale in order for this to work in your favor but i don't know it, it's it, I, I just don't like the draft i i think it's complete it's slavery it's i i wouldn't call it slavery uh, i think libertarians have a tendency to call lots of things well, slavery i'm not calling taxation not slavery slavery but uh yeah it is, it, it is compulsory and uh okay you know. kyle not technically slavery yeah slavery is a legal ownership of a person well yeah i mean if they're forcing you to do something isn't that slavery no that's forcing you to do something it's not sli- it's not oh, ownership of you. Uh, it's compelling. Yeah, I mean, right, kind of so, got, so got a point say, there. Let's say a guy like robs a bank. What are you talking bank. about, dude? Let's say a guy like robs a bank. Well, Matt, I mean, it's certainly unethical, but I don't know that it's it's anti-Semitic, bro. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like a bank the robber, right? He puts his bro. gun. If he holds his, the gun to the cashier's head, he's not necessarily enslaving her. Right, yeah. Right. He's compelling her to do something she doesn't want, but it's not slavery. So I, you can't say anytime you're compelled to do something you don't want to do, it, it's slavery. Right. You know. But if you own somebody's labor, 
Well, I guess you can't own someone's labor because it's not. Well, I don't want to get in that rabbit hole right now. But okay, yeah. good point. Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, this is this is not quite on topic, but when um, Phil said something that made me think of it when he said uh, he's talking about the work camps for the draft dodgers. Sorry, uh, conscientious objectors. Draft dodger is a propaganda term in order yeah. to smear those people. Um, anyway, so uh, you guys remember Caitlin, Caitlin Bennett from Liberty Hangout? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Gun, the gun chick. Gun chick, yeah, from who, Kent who, State. Apparently, <laughs> go yeah. ahead. Well, did you hear about this? Apparently, yeah. there's there's a smear going around that she like shit herself at a party or something. <laughs> yeah, I saw something on like Barstool Sports. Yeah, it was but on I, Barstool. I didn't click on it, and uh, anyway, I did. Th- did go ahead. What, no. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. Is she a celebrity? She's she's like of. a libertarian. A celebrity. But she made she made like news when she brought her rifle to uh, the Kent State. Was it Kent State? No. Yeah, she's walking around the campus with an AR-15. Yeah, all, or slung over her shoulder, and she like she, went to graduation. Like she, took her graduation pictures. She, or she dates um Justin Moldo, who founded um Liberty Hangout. Yeah, and I and I Justin hosted the debate between me and Eric July. Uh, I don't know. You debated years. Eric July? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know A that. couple years ago. <laughs> that's, and that's unfortunately, weird. I had technical difficulties, so it's not sure you did. the highest quality video. But um, the point is, uh, so Justin, I, I could tell then like what a, what a hype man he was. He's very good at getting clicks, getting you know likes, getting bait, like baiting people. Like he just has a, a way and like I when that debate when I agreed to do that debate all of a sudden there was like memes everywhere like almost like it was going to be a boxing match like or Kyle something memes? no like, like, the Kyle like memes? July versus Wagner and all this stuff like he <laughs> promoted it you know yeah. he's, he's like a promoter like a natural promoter and so uh, their latest stunt was he had uh, Caitlin go to I think it was UCLA campus yeah. dressed as a far left girl she's wearing like a rainbow shirt rainbow socks like colored glasses and she's dressed up yeah, like a this. like a hippie and mm-hmm. and she's having them sign a uh, petition to put trump supporters in concentration camps <laughs> and, and these kids are all signing this petition wow to uh that's pretty good they're like yeah yeah it was it was very good you know so like i said he's got a way of coming up with these ideas yeah. that are going to get shared everywhere because of course there's a lot of trump supporters that are going to see that video and be like oh my god these people yeah. are like completely insane and right. to you know to their credit to caitlin and, and justin's credit those people are insane you know right but they expose that sure <laughs> no i mean that's a good video for sure mm-hmm. but yeah she uh is apparently there's a smear going around that said she like shit herself at a party or something like that she Which, may... like who cares though like who yeah. hasn't shit themselves <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that could be a title too. <laughs> Damn, dude, we're gonna have to have like a. Yeah, I was don't... it at while she was getting? Well, I guess it was while she was in school at a party or something. Uh, and cares? then, but I mean, I don't yeah. even know if it's true. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It was just something I and I saw it on Barstool, like and I was like, yeah, why Barstool is this on Barstool? Bar- yeah. yeah, I was like, why is this on Barstool? Well, good, well, good thing it's not like, here, oh, she's a, and we didn't she's like announce it or anything, girl. right? <laughs> it's such a such a high school thing to do. We had some incident like that when I was in high school, where a rumor went around that this girl had like crapped her pants or whatever. And it, to me, it's just a very juvenile way to try to smear somebody. Um, you know. Maybe maybe yeah. she did. Maybe she had an accident. It's I don't. It, you know, that's none of my business. I don't care. I mean, she did. It's like whatever. You know. I shit myself in high school. Yeah. I'm proud of it. Yeah, dude. We did you go home for the day, or did you just wait nah, it out, cleaned it out? I mean, even if you haven't taken like a full on, wasn't even high you school. definitely accidentally sharded. 
Yeah. In your life. Then don't deny it. No. I won't. Shit yeah. happens. Shit happens. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. <laughs> Killing it. All right. Uh, let's move on to topic number two. Uh, the civil asset forfeiture ruling. Whose topic was this? This Who was something that came out earlier in the week. Um, it was a case. I think it was taken between. Uh, it was. It was brought before the Supreme Court, I believe. It was a case where some guy got caught, like bust, like he bought two hundred dollars with the heroin off of an undercover cop. He got sent to jail and got hit with a fine, and um, they only ended up giving like probation or whatever, and or like house arrest or something like that. And but they ended up taking his forty-two thousand dollar car, which he bought. From I think it was something like he, his one of his family members died and left him this from the insurance policy, so it wasn't even like unscrupulous manners or you know he didn't get it from buying drugs. Ill-gotten gains. It yeah. wasn't ill-gotten gains. Yes. So they mm. they ended up taking it in forty two thousand dollars for over two hundred dollars worth of heroin. They took his you know his truck and I guess finally they ruled that this was you know unconstitutional and that they're I guess in this this precedent sets forth like some type of like ruling where you know, like they can't do stuff like that, like egregious stuff like that. But it makes it harder for sure. It does, but at the same time, it doesn't. Like you know, like the police just do what they want to do. Like this is something that they'll take it. Now you just have a precedent where if you want to go and if you want to go sue, yeah, yeah, you want to go sue, then yeah, you'll get your stuff back uh, months, years, you know. So everyone's like kind of on face value where you look at it, you're like this is a great thing, but you're at the same time, it's like, well, it doesn't really change that much. To yeah. Be honest. yeah. I think uh, there are cases where it's okay to confiscate assets, and I'll give you like an example, like Bernie Madoff, right? You know, he stole billions of dollars, and I'm sure bought assets with those billions, and so they had to claw that stuff back, mm -hmm. sell it at auction, and try to recover some of the money that he stole from all these people. Mm -hmm. So I can't sit here and say, as many libertarians might think, there's never a time when civil asset forfeiture is appropriate. I think sometimes it is appropriate. You know, if you stole that stuff, then you're not entitled to it you have no you, you don't have a proper legal title to stolen goods yeah um where it's normally used is in drug cases right, right. And, and that's where you know i think you have to i personally being you know against the drug war i think it, it i think it really gets abused i think that a lot of these police departments do like what phil was saying and steal way more than they take way more than they should or or what have you so um that's an area where it needs to change. I mean, definitely. Um, I think like if you can prove that it's stolen, then yeah, that's that's not really civil asset forfeiture, in what in the way that we people talk about it and complain about it. It's like, for instance, there's this one case going back. Oh gosh, I forget exactly where this happened, but there was an art gallery and they were serving wine without a license, and the police weren't even called for that. They were called for something else. Well. They took everybody's car in the parking lot. Wow. For that's ridiculous. Yeah, and it was, it was like they were just serving wine without a without I guess without a license at this art gallery. Or something. You like shouldn't that. need a, a license to sell wine. <laughs> I know. I just want to tell a quick story well, on no, uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, I took my girlfriend out for Valentine's Day, and we went to um, a nice restaurant, and we sat down <laughs> to get some and uh, order drinks. And like on the back of the menu, it was like they don't have a they didn't have a liquor license, so they're like, "There's a liquor store across the street. You can." Bring your own beer and yeah. wine, and I was like, "Okay, this is weird." Yeah. I guess I guess we're not having drinks with dinner tonight. <laughs> you know, mm. it was fine. But you went fancy. Just, Did you guys well, brown bag it? No, I didn't know until we were already sitting down ordering. Dude, you should have gotten the box and like box. sat it right on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Maybe like, maybe like a <laughs> yeah, 40 yeah, some steel reserve. Slap the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Slap that bag, bro. But, you know, it's, it's funny because you only see these cases of abuse with civil asset forfeiture when it's about when it's over things that shouldn't be illegal in the first place right because like the example you brought up bernie madoff like clearly a pyramid scheme or not pyramid scheme uh yeah it was no that was um not ponzi pyramid, ponzi scheme mm -hmm. clearly that should be illegal right yeah um I th eh, well, I, i've heard arguments oh, well yeah i guess it, it's fraud yeah it should definitely be illegal um anyways but something like um Something like, uh, you know, drugs, like selling drugs, consuming drugs should not be illegal. And that's where you find the abuses of people, you know, getting their whole truck and all the money in the truck confiscated because they had, like, a little bit of weed in it. Or oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that's where you see the abuses. So it's not even that there's, I mean, from, like, a, I guess from a minarchist perspective, like, it's not that there's anything per se wrong with um, civil asset forfeiture if it's used in cases where there's an actual crime committed, and you can connect that that those assets with the crime. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, in the cases where there is no crime, because there is no, you know, violation of the NAP, in as I define it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I think with the drug thing, I mean. You know, uh, that's that's a tough sell for not for libertarians, but for non-libertarians. They're going, hey, this guy's a a kingpin. You know, maybe he maybe he sold. He's got a mansion, and and maybe he runs an empire or a cartel, and he's got all that stuff. All like, um, what's the guy? The the real famous El guy. Chapo. No, Scarface. Thinking, no. Pablo, Pablo Escobar? Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Right. You take yeah. a guy like that, and you go, look at all the assets he bought. All from you know his drug empire, yeah, and they're gonna go. That stuff's fair game for the government to take, you know. So that that's that's yeah. But he's also, I mean, he's also guilty of like murder, yeah, <laughs> like other stuff. Yeah, you get him on other things besides. Yeah, that's what I'm beside saying. Like, the drugs. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to the, yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it on the on those accounts, but not just like if he was only selling drugs. No, can't do that, bro. So if you murder somebody, the state has the right to take your belongings? Well, I'm not saying that outright. I'm just saying from a minarchist perspective, I could yeah. see the I could see the argument where if it's related to the crime or whatever, however they, you know, classify it and it should be a strict classification, then fine. But, you know, most of the time it's you know, there was drugs in this car, so we're taking the car. There was drugs in this house, so we're taking the house. I just think you need strict rules around the government because it's subject to abuse. It's mm. easy for the government to abuse that, to take more than they should. Yeah. Right? So you need to control them. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, really? Anyway. I got time for maybe one more topic. Oh, shit, dude. Better hurry up. Uh, what do you, which one do you want to do? Pick, ending, pick, ending, pick it. Um. The uh, okay, we're gonna go with Robert Kraft's happy ending. Oh, <laughs> well, that's another. <laughs> Which was a topic that I uh, Kyle, I wanted Kyle to talk about. Kyle chooses hand jobs. Hand jobs? Yeah, what is it? What happened? It was a hand job, or uh, my understanding is that it was a hand job, a rub and tug, a, a handy, if you will. Really? A handy. I, I didn't hear these details. I, yeah, I haven't heard. Do tell. All Kyle. I heard was that he got what? swept up in a uh, prostitution ring. No, no, it's sex trafficking. It's always tra Now it's not prostitution. Now it's trafficking. Yeah. Um, so it's he, I think it was days. a massage parlor. That's what I had heard that he got yeah. a massage and the, um, 
Usually that means a hand job. So, so who is Robert Kraft? Dude, I got a massage. I don't know who Robert Kraft is. Yeah. Robert Kraft is the owner of the New England Patriots. So he's a very rich individual. He's um, very, you know, the very well known around the NFL and and around. Uh, but he's know, also he's dating like a hot ass like thirty year old chick. Is he? Damn, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I did hear that his wife had died a few years yes. ago, yeah. and that he was dating that someone. Was. I think she's like thirty something years old, and she's yeah. smoking hot. So How I, common is that, the happy ending? I mean, I thought that was just a thing that like, I saw on TV shows. <laughs> well, okay. You know what I mean? I like, mean, look, I got, like, a re- I got like a massage the other day, and like, no, trust me, I would not have wanted to have so you, from this. So you've <laughs> had a massage? I've never had a massage. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, my, my neck was just feeling, like, super tight, and, like, I don't trust chiropractors. So w- was it a hot dude with strong hands? No, it was a chick. Mm. She wasn't, like, very attractive. But it's fine. I wasn't but, trying to get off. Yeah. I was trying to get like my muscles. A hand relaxed. is a hand is a hand is a hand. Well, true. There there have been places around <laughs> me where I've, I've heard you could get. Yeah, yeah there's rub. Yeah. So there's the full an app, service. There's the full an app service. called Rub Maps. Oh, what? there is. <laughs> yeah. I, heard, right. I think I heard it on Joe Rogan like maybe like three or four oh, years ago. Oh, figures there's an app already yeah. developed to help guys uh, find yeah. this. Yeah, um, so I made a post like, you know, free Robert Kraft or whatever. Robert Kraft did nothing wrong, something like that. And uh, I got attacked. Um, they were. What was the attack? They were saying that he is actually uh, facilitating the trafficking of women or whatever. And I'm like, well, first of all, I heard that the youngest woman there was 24, which is, you know, fully an adult. Oh, yeah. And then in order to prove. And secondly, his crime, he had nothing to do with bringing them there. I mean, he was a customer. So I don't think it's right. You can't charge him with trafficking. When his crime was uh, solicitation yeah, of prostitution, just, I guess they're really just trying to muddy the water with this because now that's every single time you hear about prostitution, it's now human trafficking. Yeah, it's never just hey, I have no money, I need to suck a few dicks to get my, pay my rent, yeah. and that's what I'm gonna do, and this guy's gonna help me do it. Technically, like, all like, that happened was she just massaged something that yeah they say yeah. is I mean she was massaging the whole time she, even she focused on one area right yeah, but she hey, one in the last area, ten minutes and that's yeah, wrong so maybe maybe whatever. his groin was tight we don't you know who knows? yeah well, exactly mm-hmm. you know it's just it's just it's just kind of like they always try to muddy it and they try to make it worse than what it actually is and yeah. if it is true yeah that's awful it's horrible like you know someone's being held like like a slave you know to, uh, can I say that Kyle I don't know you don't like using that yeah, well, word well you know you gotta kind of prove to me that they <laughs> Know, they're against their will, against which is will, really yeah. difficult to do because the girls are like, oh. no. But he's you know. asking, would you call like a girl that's actually being sex trafficked? Is she therefore a slave? Is she a sex slave at that point? I guess you can call her that. Or in your mind, does it have to be like chattel slavery, where like you don't even have, you don't have any rights, like you just live on a farm and like you just work and. Yeah, I mean, you're basically like an animal at can, that point. I guess you can call her a sex slave if it if it makes you feel better. It, it doesn't make all me right. feel yeah, better. Yeah, it does at not all. make me feel better. <laughs> but here's the thing: so this whole like sex trafficking and prostitution being sex trafficking—that's only a product of the fact that it's illegal, right? Well, no, because you you could have a kidnapping situation, right? Where it's like. Um, maybe you've misled these girls and told them you're taking them to America for one thing, and then they get here and it's like, hey, and you're jobs. doing this, and then they don't have any other options or whatever. So, but, I mean, it, but it I mean, could... would you? But would that happen if you had like legitimate brothels everywhere that were well, like properly? As I much as I hate so. licenses, but imagine they were just properly yeah. like 
I don't think so. I don't think so because if you had the legal avenue, would you still have the black market? the The answer is usually no. Right. That's right. That's what my argument Um, would be. Once you bring something into the light and make it legal, like with the drugs, it's like people are not going to go to the guy on the corner when yeah. they could go to uh, um, a pharmacy or whatever. And yeah, you if know, you're a store, right? And if you're a guy that's interested in that, you're yeah. not going to want to go to like the chick that's been like, you know, hustled over on a boat and like looks, you know, and you has could... like a bunch of like bruises all over her. When you can go to like <laughs> crying, fu- does not do it. Huh? You know, crying doesn't do it for a lot of guys. Right, exactly. Some guys, that's what they like, want. You want a girl that's like actually that's wants gross. to be a prostitute. You know, probably unless you're like a sicko, but whatever. Yeah, I don't well, think there's you that would many. Still t- have uh, the underage problem. Like you would still have kids because there is a market for underage kids. But you know that would be, yeah. as far as adults. I mean, that would probably eliminate ninety-five percent right. of it, the problem. Exactly. If it was legal. Yeah, so. and then you can prosecute. You know, you can go after those people. Fine. Yeah. All right, I got to run, guys. I have a uh, hockey game tonight, unfortunately, 940 late game. What's yeah, the name wow. of your team? Um, Bayhawks. Oh. Wait, like Bayhawks, Bayhawks? Bayhawks, yeah. It's like You play like semi-pro? No. Oh. No, it's not semi-pro. It's um, just a beer league. So. Oh. Probably so has basically the same, you're violating copyright Probably laws. has the same yeah. name as another <laughs> team, maybe. Yeah, yeah, their headquarters is like right down the street yeah. from my house. Okay, um... um also, right, I gotta run. Guys. I hate to All do right. this too, but I have to go as well. Um, uh, there's a big power outage at my house, and I got my kids look really freaked out. So, uh-huh. gotta go home for, deal with that. Um, we, have gotta, a, we have a bad windstorm tonight in Baltimore, and it's like 60 mile an hour wind. So, yeah, I, I heard that when I was at my house. <laughs> yeah, and it always goes out like at my house. So, um, so, gonna dip out too. I hate to do that, guys. So, sorry. Go for the W, Kyle. But kids are calling. Rooting for you, bro. All right. Are we, uh, see you guys. I guess we'll finish this out. Yeah. So, uh, what's next? Uh, AOC. AOC tweet. Which one is, who, who proposed this? I think, I feel like <laughs> Phil proposed <laughs> all the, the topics. Yeah. <laughs> one of the guys that's left. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I think we, we should probably just, uh, end it here and go into after hours. That's fine. Okay. Cool. So, until next time, live free or die. State is a good break with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags of the tax bombs and bread. Poisons by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and cards and death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in death point in a far land. You support the truth, then bring them home. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute.